Welcome to Equip, tools for navigating real life. I'm so glad today to share a topic that you are just going to love. It's practical, it's wonderful, it just fits into your everyday life as a single mom and you're going to love it. But before we jump into it, I want you to meet my speaker today. This is Debbie Taylor-Williams. I just love Debbie. To de- hey, hi, Debbie. Hey, Thanks for joining me today. <laughs> but you know what? Debbie is an awesome woman. I just love her to death. She's a national keynote speaker. She's an author of seven books. Her her book, Prayers of the Heart, was endorsed by Beth Moore. She's taken uh, Pray with Passion. It's a conference about prayer across the nation. She's been in almost every state in the U.S. and uh, just an amazing woman of God. But you know what? She would throw all that aside and say that's not important. What is important is that that she knows Christ, but she might also say what is valuable is that, hey, we were college roommates, so that makes it ever so fun. So with that in mind, I want her to share with you today some things I wish I would have known as a single mom, um, practical insight and godly wisdom that will stay with your children for a lifetime. And she's going to share with us ways moms can raise their children to know Christ. And I know you are, are, are just in tuned and have paper and pen in hand to write down some of these things and she's it's on our website she'll tell you about that at debbietaylorwilliams.com so let's just jump right into it debbie uh welcome oh i'm so I'm, glad i'm so glad you're doing this today I'm this so is so glad. fun i'm so glad that we're getting to do this <laughs> it's so fun to be friends sisters in christ college roomies it, and now share ministry it does and you know what's so it's wonderful, wonderful. As, us having so many years we have wonderful joys and secrets and that's just the best part of a friendship there you go <laughs> But anyway, Debbie, talk to me about some ways that these precious single moms can raise kids to know Jesus. What What are some things that you have found to be amazingly enduring? Oh, I tell you what, Pam, being a mom of two and now a grandmother of five, I know that life is hard and it's hard to figure out, okay, how am I going to give my kids what's valuable in life? And sometimes we forget and we think, oh, it's their shoes and what they're wearing and their education. But the Lord just put on my heart years ago when our kids were little that the most important thing was that... They grow to know Christ and, and know who He is and love Him and follow Him. And so it's like, okay, in the busy, hectic days of life, how in the world can that happen? So I posted on Facebook the other day and asked friends and said, hey, what are you doing to help your kids come to know Christ? And I got some great answers. I want to share some of those with us today. Elizabeth said, lots of Christian music in the kitchen, in the car. Oh, what I love goes that. In, yeah. What goes into our kids' ears makes its way into their hearts. Don't you love that? Yes, I do. Ears to heart. And then she said it comes out their mouths and their hands and their feet. Is that not true? I love that. It is so true. Mm-hmm. So if they're hearing it, they're seeing it, it's going into their hearts and into their minds, and it's coming out through their hands and their feet and their mouths. And so I think that's just excellent. We can even start doing that when we are pregnant. Mm-hmm. Doctors say that the embryo can even hear the baby while we're still pregnant. So we can start playing that Christian music and if if somebody's upset we can put on some calming Christian music and if if people are down we can put on a little bit more uplifting Christian music so that is available to us and we can just let that be the station that's in our car and and, and in our home. Another mom shared and she said reading stories and of course we know that but it's so easy to put a child in front of the TV, in front of the iPad, or hand them our phone. And, you, you know, those are times that we do that uh, at the doctor's office or wherever it might be. But there is nothing like hearing mom's voice when you're putting your child to bed and they get to hear mom's voice reading a story. So we don't want to just leave that up to the schools to do. We want to make sure that, you know, if possible, when we're kissing them goodnight, that we, we let them hear a story, a Christian story being that. read to them, veggie tales or whatever it might be. Um, somebody asked about what they do with teenagers, and one mom answered, 
And she said what she did, and I love this idea, she kept a teenage devotional book in the car. So when they were waiting in line for drop-off, pickup, wherever it might be, uh, for some sports thing, then they would open the devotional, read the devotional together. It had a little discussion question, a scripture. And she said that was so valuable as they moved into the teen years that they could talk about that. So I love that idea. And you know what? There's lots of good information, too, on different sites about how to use your cell phones. Uh, and encouraging teenagers with devotionals and uh, you know those cell phones can be don't have to be a bad thing they can be a good thing if you direct them in the right spot so don't don't forget to take advantage of sites that give wonderful information to teenagers that they can get on their cell phones as oh, well absolutely so yes that, yes that's we important wanted, to know yes we definitely want to do this um, this mom said that her kids were older 12 14 and 19 and she said she started a bullet list of good character qualities that she saw in her children like and she that. would journal them and I love that I'm going to encourage that when uh, Prayers of My Heart comes out again it's, you said it was out, it uh -huh. has been out but it's getting a facelift with Harvest House and it'll be out in July and it, yeah, it is a it's a wonderful journal by the way you. if you want to journal, Debbie I love it, to journal your prayers and so many of us can't keep track of our prayers but, but your journal <clears throat> is a great prayer tracker you know. Well, I appreciate that, and and I, I value the fact that Beth Moore has endorsed it twice. I know, and given it a new endorsement because it is it's a, a it's a unique way. But one of the things that I loved with Lauren, I'll interject a little bit about how I raised Lauren to know the Lord and helped her with her faith walk was I remember one time she came in and she said mommy why isn't God answering any of my prayers and I pulled out my prayer journal and I looked under her name and I showed her where I'd written praise the Lord or I'd highlighted it yellow mm -hmm. or put a check mark or put the date and I kept going back and back over the pages and showing Lauren that God had been answering her yes. prayers and that's a faith builder when you can look in a journal it's a faith builder for your child it is. when they can see okay there really is a God there really is a Jesus we really can pray and they really do answer prayers right. because otherwise we or our children can sometimes feel like well am I just praying in the air that's right and you know she's why God answer my prayers I pray for ice cream every night and it's not happening so you can go to something <laughs> a little bit deeper and say no but look look what is happening because yes. they're little mice they have can. to help them so. you can but anyway so I love that this, this mom is using her journal and she's keeping an ongoing list of each child and what their particular good character traits are mm -hmm. and she said then when her kids are down, she'll say, hey, come here and sit with me. And she will show them good character yes, traits. Yes. And so I thought that was that was a great I way to help way. people know that God really is hearing and listening to prayers and doing that kind of thing. Something else that um, a lady said, and I've heard other moms say this too, is that when an ambulance goes by or a fire oh, truck or mm -hmm. something, just to pause and teach their children that we want to pray for not just ourselves and our family, but we also want to pray for other people. And there's an ambulance and maybe somebody is hurt, hurt mm -hmm. so we can just write then and, you know, talk about it. Another um, mom said, teach them the scriptures. And I think that is powerful. We know that again what goes in and Pam when you know I did this with my kids when they were little three and five I just one morning I was thinking oh I just love them so much and what's the greatest gift could I give them and the Lord put on my heart to help them learn to know him in an active way you mm -hmm. know and just learn to start thinking about him when they first woke up in the morning mm -hmm. so it wasn't just a designated Sunday we think about Jesus but we think about Jesus he is a part of our lives we can't see him but we can't see the air either but we know the air is there and we depend on it and so we can't see Jesus but we know he is there and we depend on him so to build that into their lives and so there are so many ways that moms can do that one of the things that I did was with the Lord 
Lauren in particular, um, I didn't do it with Taylor. I wish I had it, but I did it with Lauren. It was first thing every morning when she'd wake up, I'd go, I'd get her out of her crib, and I would take her to the window, open the window, open the curtains, the drapes, and I would look out the window with her and direct her and say, thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day. Well, I, I don't know how it was that the Lord prompted me to start doing that with Lauren, but it made an impression on her. It became a little habit in her life, and one time when uh, the in-laws were babysitting her, after I got home, they said, oh, Lauren just did the cutest thing every morning while you were gone, and I said, what? And they said, she would go to the window, a little toddler, <laughs> she would toddle to the window, yes. look mm -hmm. out the window drapes, and say, thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day. Oh, my goodness. Well, the only reason she did that was because it was what she knew New. as a habit. Yes, that's so and beautiful. I, I can't give myself any credit. I wasn't thinking, oh, I'm going to still instill in Lauren's mind. Sure the discipline of a positive habit. I was not, no, not at all. Sure. Not at all. But God just simply did that. So moms, you know, whatever we're doing, whatever we're thinking becomes our children's habits. Yes. And you know what, Debbie, I remember when, um, I remember when I came to see you years ago when our children were little, um, uh, you were starting to sit down with your children and teach them scripture. And from that came your, your, uh, your uh, kids time series it's a fabulous series on teaching your kids to memorize scripture and my daughter bought it now and so she's using it with her kids it's a fabulous fabulous way to teach your children to memorize scriptures is i think it's a to z talk to us a little bit about it is about uh, kids time it is well when as i said my whole heart and passion was to help the kids know who the lord was and have that be a a regular part of their lives, just like we teach our kids to brush their teeth. Mm -hmm. uh, why can't we also teach them to love the Bible or love singing Christian songs and have that be a part of their lives and a beginning part of their lives? So I just asked the Lord, how can I help my kids do that? And he just put on my heart, uh, kids time. I and remember. Make it, I remember make I was it a there. Fun thing. Make it a fun thing. How many thing. number of years ago? Uh, yeah. Many years ago. Yeah. Lauren was three and Taylor was five. And I, I am blessed in that I, that the children had a father mm -hmm. and I am very blessed with that. But both my singer, sisters have been divorced. They uh, were single moms. I minister all over the nation for two single moms. I counsel single moms. I pray with single moms. They call me. We talk. We visit. So I am very familiar with mm -hmm. what single you moms are, are going through. Mm -hmm. and They don't have a ton of time. Nobody has a lot of time these right. days anyway. But if you just make it a part of your natural day. So I just I would just every morning just kind of pick a verse out of the alphabet and help the kids get to know a verse out of the alphabet. Like, you know, I would do A. All we like sheep have gone astray. And I decided to use A to Z just to help them kind of hide God's word in their heart. Mm -hmm. I, I grabbed, I mean, it would take me, Pam, literally five minutes. I would be in the bathroom and I'd grab some cotton balls and throw them on the kitchen counter yeah. and say, make a sheet. Mm -hmm. You know, glue glue the cotton balls on while I'm getting your Pop-Tart, whatever yes. it might be, or I was slugging down my coffee, slugging down my coffee. And just to give them some little cotton balls to think it looks like a sheep, and all we like sheep have gone astray. And just, you know, be, they, but the very hairs of your head are numbered. Mm -hmm. God loves you so much, he even knows how many hairs you have on your head. Well, what I ended up finding was these verses were not only encouraging to the kids and teaching them, but it was also encouraging me to be reminded as a busy mom, hectic, crazy lives, that God does know how many hairs are on our head. God does know every detail. And he does care for us. Yes. So I just would then, on the way to school, I would just call out, A, oh, we like sheep have gone astray. B, but the very hairs of your head are numbered. This is why we're driving. Yes. C, cast your worries on Jesus because he cares for you. Mm -hmm. D, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. So 
so it can be a mom's devotional to you know look at that little kid's time book and see that Bible verse it's encouraging to her it may be what she uses for her personal devotional even sure. though it's called kids time but then she mouths it and words it while everybody's eating their breakfast sure. or having their juice or packing lunches or on the on the way to car. Sure, it's that. just a little morning time with the Lord that's not an extra thing it's just the what the words are around whatever we're already doing, you know, as we go through our day. I love the fact that you do that, and it, it can be kind of a very fun things with the kids and a way for them to memorize scripture and hide God's word in their heart. And then, then I can just see you going further and say, oh, that's so good, you know, for everyone we can do, we each get a we each get a, a penny, and so many pennies get a star, and so many stars means a trip to the Dollar Tree or something really fun for them to just to it'd be like a game for them. So I just love the fact that I saw you doing that, and it was a wonderful wonderful way to teach your kids God's Word and make it super fun. It can be. And you know, Pam, um, I mentioned that I, I was not a single mom, but I ministered to single moms. But you know, you can be married and be a single mom in your home as far as raising children. Mm -hmm. Because I was raised by mom uh, and daddy. They were both in the home. They were married, but daddy wasn't a Christian. So on Sunday mornings, daddy didn't go to church with us. So it was my mother that on Saturday night went ahead and started preparing us and would say, now tomorrow we get to go to church. And again, I would just like to encourage moms out there. If we, it's all has all to do with our attitude. If we say, oh my gosh, we've got to go to church tomorrow. You sure. know, that, that attitude, we've got to go to church. It has a negative connotation. We don't yes. say, oh my gosh, we've got to go to Disney World. Or, yeah. oh my gosh, we've got to go get ice cream. We don't say that. We say, hey, come on, everybody, we get to go get ice cream. Yes. So why wouldn't we say, I want to go get, mm -hmm. you know, we get to go to church tomorrow. And I'm right. so glad. And that was even one of the chapters I included in my book, The Plan A Mom and a Plan B World mm -hmm. to Raise Faithful Children. I know a chapter on that, and, and Lauren actually, my daughter, contributed to it because she was talking about how one day she was like, oh, no, you know, Logan woke up too early for his nap, and I'm going to have to go get him out, and I didn't, you know, I wanted him to sleep longer, and then she just realized that attitude changed. Sure. That instead of, I have to, I get to, I have a child, mm -hmm. you know, God's given me the gift of a child, and I get to go get him up, and, and I, I get to give him a little sweet kiss on his cheek, sure. and I, I get to give him something to drink, and so. So I would encourage moms to do that. But even if you are out there listening and, and maybe you're single now, but you get married and your spouse isn't supporting you in, you know, taking that child to church, I would just tell you that the greatest gift my mom gave to me was that she drove my sister and me to church, even though daddy was in bed and then on the golf course. Yes. And because she drove me as a single but married woman, mm -hmm. but she was single and raising us, um, I grew to love and know the Lord because sure. my mother by herself drove us to church. Yes. And so I just appreciate that so much. So Absolutely. I, I, you know, I just, I, what I'm hearing you say, and I've said it so many times, moms, is you're not going to have the kids under the roof for very long. Believe it or not, uh, they, they grow up and move out very quickly. And those 18 years are so valuable in their in their structure, in their development as in self-worth, self-esteem, loving God. And the greatest thing you can do for them this is what this is all about is modeling well just model yes. well don't worry about anything else you model well ask God to show you how to model well and use some of these some of these things Debbie's telling us and um, 
there'll be massively wonderful results. And so um, I love all these ideas. Are there some more you're thinking about? You know, there really were some more that people shared. And I love this. She said, once your children get to the age where they can read, start letting them read out of a real Bible, not just mm. children's stories, but let them hold the real Bible and read the real Bible. <clears throat> and something else that I, I failed to mention, I want to mention in kids' time, it, it showed them the Bible verses. They got to memorize the Bible verses, but then I had a real Bible beside them with a yellow, yellow crayon. I was going to say, give them their own Bible. And so they could color yeah. and see that what mm -hmm. you're teaching them is coming from a real Bible. So mm -hmm. I thought that, that. This, uh, Susie said, as a single mother, I can tell you I had to show mercy and love to people, loving and forgiving my enemies. That was and has been the best way to show my daughters who I am in Christ. That was from a single mom. Mm -hmm. wow. And so, you know, it's as you said, we model, you know, what we want our children. It's And it's not just saying them, saying to them what they need to do. And another mom mentioned that. She said, if we say things, but then we live differently, then it just becomes about being rule followers. Mm -hmm. So we want our children to understand grace. Uh, Marlene said, I let them catch me praying or reading my Bible yes. alone. Yes, yes. Isn't that great? Yes, I love that. Because if your children just walk in, you know, a little girl walks in, she sees her mommy putting on lipstick, and she's like, can I have lipstick? Uh, you know, so a little girl walks in and sees her mommy reading the Bible. That's sister, this is a part of who I am. Hey, can I will say something right here. That, that you know, you're, you know, so much of what you're giving your kids is caught, not taught. And uh, I know when I was raising my daughter, uh, I didn't know she noticed I was having a quiet time in the morning. I, and this was as a single mom. I, I did just a quick, 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 quick five minutes to just sit down and read the Word of God real quick. I didn't know that she was noticing. We don't, I didn't notice until she graduated from, from high school, Debbie. And, oh, and I, I went that. to see her in college. And the first thing she wanted to show me was in her, her closet, uh, was her quiet time corner. Oh. And it's just because she, they, it's, it's caught. It's just right. caught. Trust me. Do it. Model well. They catch it. And they, you know, they may never say it, but they catch it. So moms, while you have your kids at home, do it. And yes. I know I know many of you are, are in the process of doing it to the best of your ability. And Debbie, talk a minute about how how prayer enables them to do this that that the key is that the prayer is what enables them to do it would you talk to them about that as far as modeling well well it is i mean we have to pray for them mm -hmm. and oh pam that could be a whole nother time that we visit i am just fully convinced the, the older and older i get and the more we live in this crazy evil world that um we really are supposed to take seriously to pray for our children mm -hmm. so you know, we we may want to just listen to the news, or we may just want to stay up late, 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 and watch that TV show because we need our me time, and so we really don't get up ourselves early to have a few minutes with the Lord. But we we need that time with the Lord. Mm -hmm, We're going to mm -hmm. become drained, exhausted, spent, scared, fearful, anxious. Mm -hmm. All of those things are just rising in us unless we say, "I have to center yes. my soul." on you know the lord and be fed by him and his word even if it's i tell moms you know you may not be a read through the bible you know i will say i have never read all the way through the bible and i know some people that are like well i read through the bible twice a year but let me say you can read through the bible twice a year and be a mean legalistic christian mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i would rather go in, into my time with the lord and spend five minutes read one verse that speaks to my heart and absorb it and pray mm -hmm. and and ask forgiveness for my sins and pray for my children and have that then to, to be able to 
you know, show up in heaven and say, well, I read through the Bible a hundred times, sure. but what, but, but what did I really model right. yes. as you're talking yes. about? What, what, what joy was there really yes. in my yes. life? So I, I really encourage us to, to pray for yes. our children. And I know many of you are in different situations. There's not one set thing for every single mom listening because you're all at different stages and you're single motherhood, whether it's this crisis stage, the transition stage, or the emergent stage, I don't know, but, but I do know that when you come to the Lord and you ask Him to guide you through your stage, whatever it is, He comes to where you are and, and shows you how to do it in your circumstances and in a way that's effective for your children. And it, it starts it starts with your surrender. It just starts with your surrender. It does. So, and, and that's what this one lady, she said, be faithful yourself. And that's what you're saying. Let them see you true to your faith and walking it out daily. And this, this this lady said it, mom said it so profoundly. She said, our children will value what we value. Think about that. I mean, that's, if, if what we powerful. value is, yes, um, you know, just materialism and clothes and shoes and mm-hmm. everything like that, then that's what our children are going to value. Right. But if our children see us valuing uh, our, our, our Bible and valuing making time to go to church and all of those things and modeling and valuing grace and valuing giving a hug and love and forgiving one another uh, instead of harboring resentment and grudges. Sure. It's so important. It it is. Our children will value what we value. Which makes me want to say that um, uh, at the top of your priority list, you know, you need to be in a community that of Christians that value God's word and value doing life God's way. You need to find that 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 community where you can invest your life to be your family, and and that is found through the church. And and maybe you've been and you're like, well, it didn't work for me. Well, maybe you just didn't go to the right church. So don't stop there. There is a church for you out there because it's God's heart and God's will for you to find a church family. So when you invest your life in a church family and you find your community there and your support there, then your children will, will follow. And that's a beautiful place to find your value, your community, your belonging, your security comes through, uh, because that's the way God designed it, It comes through the body of Christ, comes through the church. So talking about ways to raise children to know Christ, uh, it comes, it also comes through being a church member of a church family. And that's important too. We need that. We need that support because I cannot give my children everything that they need Mm -hmm. because if they come in, they sit in your Sunday school class or if they go and they hear somebody else talk about the Bible, they're going to express it in a different way that may resonate with my son. That is not going to be a way that I resonate. So those, those friendships and those being mentored by other Christians is important. That happens when we are in a life group and our kids are there too with other kids or vacation Bible school or mm-hmm. Sunday school or whatever it may be. Moms, I want to tell you that, that it reminds you that the Bible says God is a father to the fatherless. Yes. And so, so you know, you're not mom and dad and you never can be mom and dad. You're mom. But the God is the father in your home and he will supernaturally create ways to, to instill in your children's hearts and fill that void and fill that gap and fill that emptiness with the fatherly role as you put yourself in a position to be where God can do that. That's why you're, you making the choices is, is wise choices is so important for you. It, it is. And so. I know your moms who are listening are already doing that, mm-hmm. Pam, because they are tuned in mm-hmm. to this podcast. So that tells me 
that these moms are they are on target yes. so I just want to say to all you moms listening we I love you, you and I applaud you and I want, to, I, you. I want to affirm you because you're listening you're searching and the Lord says you know that he will let us find him when we seek him yes. with our whole hearts and he yes. says draw near to me and I will draw near to you so I tell you what moms you're drawing near to God by seeking out Christian resources and, and websites and, and books and resources that can help you along the way hey I thought this was really good this late mom named Stacy she said your home reflects your priorities so have crosses and Bible verses in the decorations and pray aloud together at meals no matter the location and pray with them before they get out of the car and go into school and so it, oh this was good too moms uh, this mom said when they face decisions have them pray about it at night and then ask them what they think God is directing them to do oh, I love that I love that I love because that. you know the Susie hurt my feelings or you know a breakup a girlfriend boyfriend breakup or whatever it might be and just to, to train them and direct them let's pray about it that. and then after they pray about I it say that. well how do you feel the Lord's directing you Mm-hmm. So that is, I think anytime we can connect our kids to maybe a Bible verse or a character trait of God when they're going through something, that's going to be really valuable and practical. So, you know, I can't do this, Mom. I can't do this. You know what? You know, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens yes. us. Let's just pray right now that mm-hmm. Jesus will give you the strength, mm-hmm. Carol Ann. And so we just are able to make those mm-hmm. associations for them yes, in practical yes. ways yeah. that is not taking extra hours or extra yes, moments. It's yes. just us being mindful. Yes. And that starts with us getting that 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 feeling and that at the shot in the arm, it spiritual start, shot in the arm that we need at the first of the morning or we'll just become too drained ourselves. It does. And you know, I was thinking two other ways that raise kids to know Christ. When I was a single mom, something I did and I didn't think I didn't think the kids noticed, but but it's great to have little traditions with your children. Yes. And I love that. and I remember dropping my kids off at school and I was in a hurry and I was a teacher back then trying to get them ready, get their lunch boxes, get this and I was my heart was hurting and but but I had this little tradition that I would drop the kids off at school and I would I would give them an invi- I'd held up my hand and give them an invisible blessing. It was a, a blessing to oh, take with them during the day. And I remember that. my dad drove up and and and, and I, I I forgot to give Jason his blessing. He was getting out of car. It was hurry hurry hurry. He got out of the car and ran up the door. And usually I would just hand him blessing. Here's your blessing, and he'd run off. Well, he came running back to the car, and I thought I forgot his lunch or something. He was in a wall-eyed panic, Debbie. Like, oh. And I thought, oh dear, I forgot his oh, lunch. I rolled down yeah. the window. He said, Mom, 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 I for- you've got to give me my blessing. Oh, and he was as serious as he could oh, be. Pam, so I just remember, I, I remember that that the little traditions that you do every day, the little oh, bitty traditions so are sweet. so, it gives them security. Mm. It gives them security with their mama. And so think of little traditions and don't you yes. ever listen to the enemy telling you you don't have a family. That is a lie from the pit yes. of hell because you do. Your family is God your father. You are the head of the household with him in union with him as Jesus is your husband and your children are in a complete family. Absolutely. It may not look complete compared to the world standards, but I guarantee you, I know single moms whose single parent homes are healthier than some married homes absolutely. I know. So don't, don't believe the lie that you don't have a family because oh, you do. Absolutely. Jesus so, even, even said, you know, the person who follows me is my sister and my mother and my brother. And my, you oh, know, I so, love that. So yes, we have a huge family. We not yeah. only have the family that we have that we can see visibly, but we tell me your family. You're my sister in Christ. Mm-hmm. And so I love that. I want to say one other thing that I think is really important. It's moms. 
is we are not going to do it all right. We are going to fail. We, we are, are going to mess up failure, royally. Failure. Yes, I cannot tell you how many times <laughs> that I have, you know, that my kids knew that I was a Bible teacher and that I was a Christian mm-hmm. author and whatever. And then what would I do? I would blow up mm-hmm. or I would do something and I would think, oh my goodness, I've mm-hmm. just totally ruined everything. Been, yes. Ruined my but witness. the Lord showed me that that was valuable. Mm-hmm. To, and I started explaining to my children as, as soon as I thought that they could understand it, I would number one, apologize and say, I'm sorry, I should not have blown up. Or I would, I would say, I sh- I'm sorry, I should have taken time to listen to you. Or I'm sorry, whatever it might be. And then there were other times as they got older and I would explain to them the difference in after they became Christians that we have two natures. We have our human nature and then we have the divine nature of Christ in us as believers and it is our choice and our privilege to choose to walk by the Spirit of Christ, to let Him fill us and be on the throne of our hearts and minds. And so when I would act out of my human nature, I would say, I am so sorry. What you just saw was your mommy mm-hmm. acting out of my old human nature. And that is not the nature that Christ has given me of love. And so I just ask you to forgive me. And then when the, I would say, and you can do the same. So mm-hmm. when you start to sense yourself being angry or say something wrong, you can recognize that, that you, Lauren, you, Taylor, have two natures. And you can make that choice. Yes. So that's valuable to say mm-hmm. to your, our kids, I'm sorry. Debbie, thank you for all these oh, valuable tips. I, I just I just love them so much. And moms, I know you have loved them today. So with, with much love in our hearts that we have for you, I want to close with these final words. I want you to absorb it, just absorb it like a straw going into a, a sponge of a sponge of your heart. God loves you. Yes. You matter. Yes. You have you are enough. Yes. You have everything you need to raise kids that that uh, would grow up to love the Lord and to heal your heart as well. So you press in, you keep listening to these podcasts and uh, with that we'll say God bless you and we look forward to another podcast maybe one day soon. Debbie, would you come back and do another bless one? Bless you, sweet moms. I'd okay. love to. Okay, we'll do that. I hope we've given you things to think about as you consider your role in discovering creative ways to share Jesus with your children. We would love to hear your thoughts or for you to ask questions we can answer on future podcasts. So leave us a comment on social media or email us at info at ariseministries.net. Thank you for listening to an Equip podcast. To find out more about Arise Ministries or resources offered for single moms, visit www.ariseministries.net.